Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. Good to have you with us here on this Monday as we talk Fort A. State baseball and softball. We'll be joined a little bit later on in the show by Tiger head coach Justin Wickard as they uh, come off a uh, series at home with Pitt State. On the road at Newman tomorrow, then back at home against Missouri Southern this weekend. Here in just a second, we'll be chatting with Adrian Pilkington, the head softball coach for the Tigers. They had another good week this week as they get set to hit the road for non-conference play tomorrow against Southwestern Oklahoma State, then two big doubleheaders at home again this weekend. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Of course, you can stop on by, join us for lunch. If you're busy over lunch, maybe take some take home, uh, some takeout from uh, home to you with you tonight for home from work here from Big Smoke Barbecue, BigSmokeHaze.com. That's what we're trying to say. Go to BigSmokeHaze.com. Uh, that's the website. You can put your order in. They'll have it ready for you on your way home. Their own dry rub, their choice of sauces, lunch and dinner uh, at the old soda shop building. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturdays, uh, BigSmokeHaze.com here at Big Smoke Barbecue. Get a reminder, you can chime in with a question for the coach. We appreciate it. Some good questions last week. All you have to do is go to the Fort Hay State Athletics website fhsuathletics.com uh, Click on the fans. You'll get a drop down menu and then you'll uh, see near the bottom of that. Ask the coach. Tiger Talk Ask the coach. Submit your question. If we use it on the show, you'll have a chance for a gift certificate. A $25 gift certificate here from Big Smoke Barbecue. In fact, we'll uh, be uh, getting in touch with our winner for uh, this month uh, of uh, March, and of course, we'll have uh, one more giveaway in the month of April for uh, some free food from Big Smoke Barbecue. So be sure to tune in and uh, send us your question for that. Again, we're live here at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes, talking Fort Hayes State softball. And with that, we bring in the head coach of the Tigers, Adrian Pilkington. Uh, good week, needless to say. Anytime you go a week undefeated, it's a good week. You got a couple of conference wins, uh, got three wins over uh, an old conference foe. 
needless to say, things going well right now. Uh, yes, sir. Had, had a good weekend. It was kind of something that we talked about at the beginning of the week because the previous two weeks I felt like we kind of gave a game away in there. And so our goal uh, going into this week was just playing a complete week and, and finishing it. And I think we did a good job of that, um, you know, at moments, it didn't look pretty, but uh, we were able to go out and get it done. Well, it's all about the end result, and uh, your your team did. Now, 21-10, and 4-2 and two in the conference, and we'll talk about the conference race. And obviously, it's a long ways to go, but you've gotten off to a decent start now at 4-2 and two, uh, to be in that conference race, and, and there's a lot of softball left, but uh, certainly uh, with, a, with a good start here. But let's go back to uh, Colorado School of Mines. Uh, you, you hosted them. Well, it was supposed to be four-game series, two doubleheaders, and let's start there. Uh, you you get the sweep on on Tuesday, you play one on Wednesday, and then uh, they decide they're done. I guess, huh? Yeah, it was kind of a weird scenario, and I, and I kind of felt like it might be going to happen uh, at the start of the game because there was that you know heavy fog over us at the start, so we pushed back an hour, and then we showed up. It was kind of drizzling, and so I you know I talked to him for a minute. You know, are you guys good? Are we all right? And he um, said, Yeah, we're good. We'll we'll see how the first one goes. So that kind of uh, made me feel like maybe he didn't have intentions of playing two games there. And, and then his justification is just, you know, it's not a conference game. We don't have to play in this. And so, you know, at the same time, you want to push for that other game. But, uh, you know, you want to be respectful of the other the other team. Uh, although I really would have liked to have that fourth game there mixed in. I wanted to get some innings to some kids who hadn't uh, been able to play quite as much and uh, keep everybody fresh that's been coming off as a reserve. So, um, you know, a little frustrating there at times. But, uh, you know, I don't think he was unethical in the way that he approached it. I guess my question, once it starts, I mean, when does it, like whether or not it goes into a weather delay, rain delay, whatever, uh, is usually the umpire's call. When when does it when does it become? Hey, they're the ones in charge, and it's it's their call whether we keep playing or not playing. You know, I think at that point it just becomes whether or not it's a safety issue when you put it in their hands, or they feel like it's to the point that we should not be subjecting the kids to um, those types of elements, but. Um, you know, I think his point was if it's going to get more wet and more rainy then you're out here on the turf, if anybody slips or makes a wrong move, you know, you, it's potentially dangerous. But I don't – at that point, the umpires had no involvement. Okay, because I was curious if, you know, do they have the call to make that? Do you play? Because then the next one is, okay, they opted not to play. And, and I mean, who knows where the season goes? A lot of softball left. But, I mean, we've seen it with, with COVID when a game wasn't rescheduled. And at the end of the year – Boy, that'd be a nice one to get back. It, it, you know, hopefully it's not a scenario where you you look back and well, that game would have been been a big one to get in. Yeah, I think you look back. I mean, we've had three games like postponed or canceled on our schedule right now, and I'm still looking at them, thinking you know those would be nice games to have. And again, sometimes it's just about getting kids opportunities and keeping other kids fresh, or maybe a kid needs to just get some confidence back offensively, defensively. So, um, you know, all of the games are important, whether they're conference or not. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of the hard part about losing some of them along the way. But I guess bottom line, you got the three in that you did play and you won all three. And, boy, you got to be happy the way you did it. And, again, it comes – you've got some really solid pitching. You give up one run in the, the three-game series. Obviously, when you do that, you got a good chance to win games. Yeah. Uh, you know, every time we're giving them the ball, they're giving us a chance to go out and win the game. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like we're putting unnecessary stress on our pitchers, and that's a conversation that we're having with our hitters a lot right now, just needing to have that consistency. Um 
you know, we're not always going to be perfect. We're not always going to come up with a lot of hits, but just putting together quality at bats, competitive at bats for our pitchers so that they don't feel like they have to throw under stress every pitch. Well, let's talk about Savannah. She got the start in the first game of the series, a game, but you won eight to nothing. Uh, she was really, really good. Struck out 12 that tied her career high and was just really solid from the first pitch on that game. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost one of those games where you wish you would have gone one more inning just so she could go get <laughs> one more, you know, because I think she probably had it in her. But a uh, good game, quality game all around. I felt like um, the kid that we faced on the mound for Mines uh, was one of their better pitchers, and I think we just had a good approach against her. We went out. We had good hard barrels. We didn't try to uh, do too much or elevate the ball. So um, it's nice. You know, you hit it hard enough on in the gaps on that turf field, and those balls will roll to the fence, and you got a shot at some extra bases. So I think we just did a good job of putting them hard and down on the line. Yeah, it was my first game at the, the, the new stadium, which we'll talk about that a little bit, uh, with, the, with the turf. And that's for a few things I know. That ball gets to the outfield quickly, um, and you did a good job. And your first five got on – first four got on base, all scored. Scored five in the first. That's great. But we talked about it after the, uh, the doubleheader last – on Tuesday. That's not sometimes always easy for a pitcher because – I mean, that's a nice nice cushion, but sometimes maybe you lose your edge, you lose your focus a little bit. She didn't do that, and that, 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 I think that says a lot about her makeup. Yeah, um, you know, she's just a competitive kid, and she's, she's learning to trust herself better, you know, each and every game, and as she gets more experience under her belt. And I think she was coming off a game where she did have some cushion, and maybe she didn't stay as tight as she could have um, and focus. So I think she, she learned from that experience, and that's all we can really ask. But, uh, you know, she went out there and, and threw pitches competitively regardless of the offensive situation that's a good point because that was that uh, msu denver game but uh, uh you know you like to see that when a player whatever the case but took to heart what happened and made some adjustments and didn't let it happen again that's a for a young pitcher that's a that's a good sign of involvement there yeah and i, I had a conversation with her after that metro game in general and um you know it's just a good a good way for us to kind of level um, and how her and I work together. We have a pretty good chemistry in terms of, w you know, what we need from one another in order for her to be successful. And she just – she wanted the ball, and, and I probably took it away from her a little bit too quickly in that game. So um, for this one, for her to bounce back and, and show me she was ready, I think that, that was a big stride for her to make. Game two, Bailey Carlson got the start, pitched really, really well. This is a completely different game. You needed that two-run homer from uh, Reagan Curry in the fourth inning. It was a, it was a pitcher's duel, but, uh, boy, she did a good job of just, you know, holding her own, scratched those two runs across, and uh, she made that stick with the shutout victory. Yeah, absolutely. She just has to stay true to herself and, and make sure she's throwing her pitches competitively and, and focusing each each and every pitch. Um, you know, she's got really good stuff, and, and what she does well, she, she takes ownership of so I think that's kind of what's so tough about Bailey and she's she's a, a tough kid and a headstrong kid so um, you know making sure that you're tapping into that competitive side of her is what's important. Well she did a good job and uh, got the the victory for you a nice Nice way to start the four-game series uh, winning two games by a total of <laughs> 10 to nothing. Um, pitches you mentioned your pitchers they're young but they're they're, they're getting some experience who are, do you give the catchers the freedom to call the the game? Are you signaling pitches? How do you guys go about that with your when you're when you're approaching these things right now? Uh, we do a little bit of both. Um, in the past, last year, I pretty much called most all the games. Uh, this year, I've given it to Maddie a little mm -hmm. bit as we've gone through, mostly on some games where I feel like um, we're maybe we're not throwing our 
pitches the way I expect them to be thrown, and she's seeing things a little bit differently from behind the plate and how the batters are setting up and what can be successful, um, you know, kind of go away from that regular setup because a pitch is a little bit off. Um, but she's done a really great job. That's Madison Pierce behind mm-hmm. the plate for us, and she's done a really good job of calling those games and pitches, uh, and, and she's had to call them in some tight spots too just because – Again, I'm I'm not seeing exactly the pitch I want to see from our pitchers, but there's another one working better. And so she's kind of seeing those setups that I'm not seeing from the dugout. I guess a lot of conversation <clears throat> in between the innings and the dugouts as well with all of that stuff. Yeah, um, we do talk a lot. She's she's gotten really used to, you know, the way I call and the way I try to set people up. And, um, you know, we've had to have some conversations as a staff and, right. you know, including our catcher of, all right, you know, you're not comfortable throwing to their weakness and we have to throw to your strength right now, then we'll do it. You just got to make your pitch and, and get better. So, um you know, we're just trying to go out there and produce the outs. The strikeouts will come uh, if they do, and if they don't, then we're just focused on producing outs and feeding the ball to our defense. Yep, outs are outs, uh, either way you slice it. So if you can get them, uh, it's a, uh, but you're getting some phenomenal pitching right now, and uh, hopefully that will continue. We'll talk about the uh, series finale. That came on Wednesday. Of course, we'll preview uh, the Tigers uh, on the road tomorrow. They'll head to Weatherford, Oklahoma later today, take on Southwestern Oklahoma State in a doubleheader, and then a big conference a uh, pair of doubleheaders coming up here on Friday and Saturday. Friday, it's Pittsburgh State. Saturday, Missouri Southern. Teams right at or above the Tigers in the conference standing. So early in conference play, but a big weekend upcoming. In fact, the programming, though, we'll have Friday's doubleheader with the Gorillas uh, right here on KAYS. Tiger Talk brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis would like to get to know your story. It's called Banking One Story at a Time. Golden Belt Bank. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk from Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes right after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you online at adamsbrowncpa.com. When the craving for tacos hit, there's only one place to go to satisfy that taste, the taco shop. On special this month, the cheese quesadilla, $4.39. Cheese nacho, $1.49. And the veggie burrito, $3.89. The taco shop, order in three ways, in person, on the app, or call in. Come on down. 
First full count since the third. It's only the fourth time this afternoon that Eggers gone full to a hitter and swings and misses, and there is strikeout number 12. Egger ties her career high. The third time this right, in her career, she has struck four. out 12, and there's two gone here in the top of the fifth inning. She had the chance to get number 13, but instead had to settle for a ground out to end game one of the doubleheader on Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, really good job by Savannah Egger. Uh, picked up at that time her eighth win of the year, Tigers, the 8 nothing shutout. <laughs> then the Ordnickers came out, and I thought the run rules hadn't changed, and they came out for the next inning and then realized, yeah, it was indeed a run rule. But uh, nice start to the series for the Tigers, and then they wrapped it up with a 3-1 to win on uh, Wednesday. We'll talk about that game and preview what's ahead for Fort A. State. We'll also get to a question that has been set in. Again, you can do so by going to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on Fan. You'll get a drop-down menu. You. There at the bottom, you'll see Tiger Talk. Ask the coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll have a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue here in Hayes. Big Smoke Barbecue, the old soda shop building. So stop on by. They've got those ice cream treats, the soda fountain drinks, all of that, plus the best barbecue in town. Their own special dry rub, choice of the different sauces, KC, Texas, Carolina, uh, you name it. They've got it open Monday through Saturdays, 11 to 8. It's the soda shop, uh, the home of Tiger Talk, and we're certainly glad to be here on this Monday talking Fort A. State softball with Coach Adrian Pilkington. Tigers uh, on an eight-game win streak, longest winning streak in 10 years. Go back to 2013. They had a nine and then eventually a 12-game winning streak that season on their great run to the NCAA tournament. And the Tigers with an eight-game streak right now, trying to expand it tomorrow. Before we get to that, wanted to talk about the series finale. Uh, You won 3-1 to on Wednesday. Wednesday, and uh, the weather wasn't great. Um, uh, when the first forecast came out, it was going to be a pretty good day, but it wasn't. You had to push it back a little bit. Um, and, and Savannah did the job again. One run, four hits, struck out nine. And probably the biggest key, zero walks. Your pitchers are doing a pretty good job of limiting the walks. And, man, I mean, that's the one area that can just derail an inning, and uh, they've done a really good job. Strikeouts are great, but not walking batters are almost equally important. Yeah, it's probably it's more important. I mean, the strikeouts are nice, and it's a it's a fancy stat, but <clears throat> you know, at the same time, we have to be effective, and and that goes with not giving away free passes. Didn't to have a lot of offense in this game, but uh, again, you found a way. You had enough, and uh, that's the bottom line. And and. You look at your teams the last couple of years, maybe haven't had the pop they've had. This group looks to be, I mean, you're not going to set the home run. You're not going to lead the conference in home runs or extra base hits, but it feels like you've got a little more of that this year, maybe a little bit more ability at the plate to, to score some runs and get some big innings than you've had in the past. Yeah, I mean, we definitely do. It's just continuity and making sure that we're doing what we need to do. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes with young kids, it's just kind of the emotion of what hitting is. It's It's a – an act of failure obviously in our game and so um you know having a good perspective and a good grasp on that and trying to just uh you know clean the slate each and every at bat that you go up there and take if we, if we string them together we're definitely a, a potent lineup and so it's just a matter of maybe maturing a little bit in those senses and understanding that it's not always about the big hit you just if you go up there and put together quality at bats you're going to find holes and you're going to find hits which i think 
you go back to Tuesday, you saw that in that first inning, and you got the lead, and, and that w- and you were able to, to push through it. And then in game two, maybe didn't have that same approach, and you got to scratch a couple of runs on the two-run home run. Yeah, sometimes those, those approaches leave me scratching my head. <laughs> but, um, you know, anytime that you've been around baseball and softball, everybody says hitting's contagious, which is absolutely true, and that goes both directions. You know, if you're if things are going good, everybody's loose, everybody's going up there and, and ready to hit the ball. And if, you know, maybe we're not getting on as much as we we want sometimes we have that tendency to tighten up and I think that goes in through one through nine so if we're if we're loose and we're saying it well we're we're in good shape it is amazing how it works that way and boy it certainly does <clears throat> Tigers uh, got the three game sweep of Colorado School of Mines and Nebraska Carney back to conference play here on Saturday it was a big day out of the ballpark and uh, uh, I guess we'll first start with two wins I mean that was the the whole objective you had a two nothing shutout win in game one uh, you win by run rule in game two and boy by the end of the day the weather got nasty <laughs> to finish that one out yeah. but uh, took care of business and, and got out of there a little bit early in six innings 10 to 2 conference games carney had gotten off to a good start that's obviously uh, uh, a, a good day because uh, obviously those conference games are important and uh, did a great job of taking care of business in the home field yeah i mean you absolutely have to and and you can't you just can't take days off so um that was kind of the thing like i said earlier in the in the broadcast of we talked about just finishing the week so this was kind of our end cap and uh, I think we had a little paybacks for Carney after the way we played versus them last year, and, and it was our fault. You know, they just we didn't play well and they beat us, and so I think the kids had a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and a little bit more prepared for that game as we went in. Uh, it was a, a big day. You got the two wins and uh, the uh, Tiger Stadium now officially. Uh, Flea Hardy Family Field. They've done so many great additions. The Flea Hardy Family in helping. Build your program, obviously big supporters of the program, but really uh, to to the stadium, which, I mean, has just – it's remarkable uh, the strides that has come. It's always been nice, but now that the turf and the fencing – the bullpens, the cages, the trees have grown behind. I mean, just it's it's come to come to fruition now. That's a top-rate facility, and the Flea Harder family is a, a big, big, uh, a big reason for that. It was neat to honor them between games and have the family back and have them out on the field and uh, dedicate that. That was that was a neat touch on Saturday. Yeah, I think it was just nice to finally have the opportunity to actually, um, you know, show our gratitude towards them and their family and everything that they've done for us as a program and have a unique perspective. Of course, being alumni, I saw the field, uh, you know, at its worst and now at its best. But, yeah, the progress that we've made um, definitely due to them and and their willingness to support us. And for whatever reason, they they picked us. And so we're super grateful for that and um, their contributions that they've made. But um, they've definitely kind of been a hero for our program in terms of, uh, you know, giving us the things that we need to um, you know, improve and be successful. Yeah, Gene and Joanne have done a great job. Of course, uh, Gene, long-time <coughs> official scorer for basketball at Gross Memorial Coliseum. I think he did that for over 50 years and uh, uh, really have helped out. And it's, it's not just the turf. I mean, there's been a lot of improvements. The scoreboard a few years ago, um, the stadium itself, but now the, the design with the, the new bleacher seating that's been around there. I mean, it's it's a cozy atmosphere. It's a lot of fun, and, and, and they've had an instrumental hand in all of that. And, and, and obviously – it can be calm, and it feels like the wind is blowing there. I mean, it, it can be a big home field advantage playing out there, but it's a it's a it's a neat uh, facility, and it's come such a long way, and and uh, really a cool place to everybody. I think your team, and you can just call home. Yeah, yeah, I think it just feels, um, you know, 
much easier to take ownership of when it's so nice and the kids, you know, want to do things around it to keep it that way and make sure that they take care of it and show respect to the to the facility. And I agree, you know, it is nice and homey. You know, you get out there and uh, kind of just an all-encompassing atmosphere as you look down over the field and the turf is just uh, such a nice touch to be able to to see from that angle. And how much better do you like game day now? <laughs> I like game day a whole lot better. I mean, game day is still stressful for me no matter what. But, yeah, it, it saves me, uh, you know, two hours on the front and an hour on the back. And I know my assistants like it a lot better. Yeah, too. no stress of uh, dragging the field, chalking the field and all Especially those other things. Especially when it rains. Yeah, now you just blow blow the little the leaves that mm-hmm. have come on the field off the turf off. And uh, so, yeah, beautiful. You haven't been out there yet. Got a chance to do so this weekend. Head out to, uh, to Flea. It's going to take us a while. Flea Hardy Family Field now uh, for four-day states softball and just see that uh, remarkable uh, facility looks looks great we're going to take a break we're going to come back we're going to get to your question we're going to preview the remainder of the week big week for four day state non-conference tomorrow in uh, weatherford oklahoma southwestern oklahoma state and then pitt state and missouri southern will be in town this weekend we'll talk about that as we continue tiger talk brought to you by the hayes orthopedic institute expertise technology and compassion it's all right here hey no need to travel far hayes med orthopedic institute they're the official team physicians for Fort Hay State Athletics. We've got more Tiger Talk next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Dot com backslash orthopedics. There's a high drive to left field. Back goes Boyd. It is gone. It's a two-run home run for Reagan Curry over the left field wall. That is her first home run. She has now driven in 12 and gives the Tigers a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the fourth. 
That was game two of the doubleheader last Tuesday. Tigers winning by that 2 to nothing score. They're on an eight-game win streak, getting ready to head to Weatherford, Oklahoma, and Southwestern Oklahoma State for their final non-conference games of the regular season, at least as of now, and then uh, MIAA play the rest of the way. Before we get a preview of Swasu, we did have a question emailed in, and uh, kind of looking ahead a little bit, you've got a 12-game road stretch, which we'll talk about next Monday. Um, interesting scheduling, but you'll have 12 straight on the road right around the corner. Um, I guess some of your favorite things about road trips – if there are any, <laughs> with you and your players. Any traditions, any <laughs> any stops you have to make when you're on the road? <laughs> no, we don't have anything like that. The girls do tend to get a little rowdy on the bus, and I <laughs> tend to just plug in my headphones. And most of the time I do act like I don't like it, but I do like that they're having those moments, and, like, that's all the fun. I remember that when I was a player. You know, that's where you make your fun is, you know, getting a little rowdy on the bus before game day or, um, you know, things you do in the hotel aspect. Some kids have been like insistent that I eat a banana before the game lately so really um yeah if, and if I don't get one for myself they go get me one sometimes too uh so I don't know that might be the, the more quirky thing that hopefully you done. like bananas yeah you know only, <laughs> only if they're just right I'm okay, a little well. picky about them but yeah no they tend to get a little rowdy before game day and pump up their music and uh you know most of the time I don't give them the satisfaction of knowing that I like that they <laughs> They are tuned in and, and doing something fun. Well, and good team bonding. I mean, that's the one thing about road trips. I mean, you're, you're there to you, – you're on the bus, you get to the hotel, you play the game. I mean, that's all that's going on. And I know they sometimes, you know, they'll do some homework and stuff during in the night before and all that. But, but you're there to play play games, and uh, you kind of get that, that focus on the road. And, and it can be some good team bonding at times. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think it is for them. And I mean, especially for our kids, because we're kind of road warriors, you know, we have to play on the road mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I think they get into maybe even a little better routine when they are on the road versus at home. It's like they kind of have to find their routine because we only have so many and they're scattered throughout the season. That's so, a good point. Um, it's definitely where you make your fun and, and where you grow as a team. So. All right, tomorrow, Southwestern Oklahoma State. You played them earlier this year, very early in the year, what, second day of the season, and you won in five, 12 to nothing. I guess that makes it scary because you, you played well, you handled them, and now you go to their place, and I guess you have to, to guard against maybe complacency from everybody. Not, I mean, this team seems to have a pretty pretty good head on their shoulders and, and, and approaches it the right way, but I'm sure as a coach you always worry a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just we had this exact scenario um, of – at the start of the month with Northwestern Oklahoma right. you know, came out. And so, you know, again, this team is just all about learning and growing. And, uh, uh, you know, we keep saying how young they are, but um, if they keep learning these lessons along the way, um, that's what's important. So, <clears throat> you know, we have to go out there and kind of clean the slate. Obviously, we played them weekend one first, you know, right out the gate. So nobody really knew their identity as a team anyway. Um, and I think we're still kind of trying to hone in on ours. So we just have to go out there and focus on playing our game and um, make sure we take care of business. Real quick on the time we have left, big conference weekend. I know we're still early in conference play. You've only played six games. But Missouri, uh, Pitt State here on Friday, uh, they're always a contender. They're right there ahead of you in the standings. And the Missouri Southern, they're near the top of the conference standings. You get them at home. Um, uh, so uh, great opportunity against two really good teams coming into town on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a dogfight. We all kind of know that. And the way you enter into conference season, there's not a game of lesser importance. So it's going to be a tough weekend. We need to make sure that mentally 
obviously we're just in the right place to handle it. And um, you're going to be some good softball. Mm -hmm. They're going to be good games. And I think we're all uh, really tough teams and we have, you know, different things that we bring to the table. But uh, I like our matchup. I like that we have them at home. Uh, you know, Pitt has a really small uh, short <laughs> fence, short field, um, which ours is just the complete opposite. So, you know, for us, our goal is just going to be go out there, throw our game and make them earn every hit that they get and not just be able to kind of hit a pop up and have it sail out. Um, so, you know, it's just we got to focus on playing our game and not not really worry about them. But it's going to be a tough weekend and we just need to be prepared for it. Yeah, they're always among the tone run leaders in the conference. And that's one of the reasons <clears> why it will be a one o'clock start on Friday, which will have the doubleheader right here on KAYS. We'll be on the air at 1240 and then noon on Saturday for Missouri Southern. So uh, your last chance for a while to catch the Tigers at home, because as we got on our question a 12 game road trip starting uh, the following weekend in april which we'll talk all about on the show next time coach as always we appreciate the visit good luck tomorrow safe travels down to weatherford beat those bulldogs and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark on friday yes sir thanks for having me there you go that's head coach adrian pilkington of the four-day state softball team again at swasu tomorrow then home with pitt state on friday and missouri southern on saturday we are going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk some baseball we'll shift gears talk to justin wickard we'll do that next as Tiger Talk continues on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. BTI, your John Deere headquarters, has what it takes to protect your equipment investment. They stock genuine, quality parts made for your new and pre-owned farm machinery and equipment to keep them performing at their best. From their sales department, service center, and parts department, BTI is committed to your farming operation's success. Visit your local BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt for all your service needs. Or visit them online at btiequip.com. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. When the craving for tacos hit, there's only one place to go to satisfy that taste, the taco shop. On special this month, the cheese quesadilla, $4.39, cheese nacho, $1.49, and the veggie burrito, $3.89. The taco shop, order in three ways, in person, on the app, or call in. Come on down to the taco shop. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. One and two, the count. Dave Rozier's a big breaking ball, and that's going to lend in the center field for a base hit. 
Scott will score. Here's DeGarmo around third. Here's the throw, not in time. And the Tigers, for the first time in the series, have the lead on Emil Bois' two-run single to center field. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday at Larks Park. Tigers come up short to the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or for fast delivery, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Talking some baseball now. Head coach Justin Wickert with us. We'll have uh, Isaiah Ural, one of the newcomers on the team, join us a little bit later on, so you want to stay tuned for that. We'll also get to the question we had emailed in but um you go 0-3 against pittsburgh state and they're a team right there at the top of the miaa standings uh and obviously you were hoping to, to to win a game or two in this series but yet minus game one did a lot of good things and then we've talked about it before and it seems like you know probably sounds like a broken record but well you can see the improvement and, and that was against a quality team and and uh, just a few little miscues probably cost you winning a game and maybe winning a couple of games. You were you were right there in two of those three games this weekend. Yeah, we were definitely there in a couple of games. Um, thing is, is they're a real good team. We had critical mistakes at times. You know, we'll do one aspect of the uh, game real well. We'll come out or we'll, you know, pitch it pretty good or we'll be playing defense or we'll hit. But the big thing is just trying to put all three of them together. Um, you know, we got in a situation where – we could have bunted a couple guys in a scoring position. We didn't get the bunt down. Um, for some reason, we slashed in that third pitch. I don't I don't know why there, but uh, <laughs> it happens as we're trying to learn a new system. You know, if we get those guys moved over and score them um, and then come back in, you got a chance. You had a chance anyway coming back in there, but we botched a double play ball that uh, let them bring a big hitter up to the plate that, you know, hit a home run and ended up separating by four or five runs there, and, and, and that kind of was the end of the game. But uh, moving in the right direction, you know, it's all building, like we said, that final aspect of putting the team together um, and uh, playing in all parts of the game well sometimes takes the longest to get together. So Yeah, no doubt. But if anyone was out of the ballpark, you could certainly see the improvement and uh, realize that uh, this team's not that far away. And you like to sacrifice, but we talked about in the program last week. I mean, that's 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 your approach in most situations. Uh, how are you with two strikes? Uh, I mean, because uh, there, there's a couple of situations. One, are you going to leave the bunt on with two strikes in, in those situations? Uh, is that player by player, situation by situation? How do you go about that? Depending on who the hitter is, you know, um, and, and what they've done in the past, whether they're imminent threat of hitting a double play or strikeout threat. Um, one thing we did well early in the year was two outs and two strike hits. We had a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't had as many. You know, we struck out looking there. Um, maybe some questionable calls. I don't know. You know, um, asking the hitter where they're seeing the ball at and um, striking out and not pushing the runs across. So, yeah, a lot of times we will keep the bond on there um, to try to just move the runners over and do a job and bring the next guy up. So, talked about game one was not a good game you lose 14 to 1 and you face i mean zach shoemaker one of the better arms if not the best arm in the conference transfer from missouri southern um he'd been pitching well and he pitched really really well he just kind of kept you guys at bay most of the day when he was in there yeah he's been a great arm ever since you know i believe he was at missouri southern before uh extremely competitive doesn't walk hardly anybody picks up punch outs on the way um you know, I think what happened there on that game was we got down with BB. He was a little sore. We were able to get him out before pitch count got up on him. 
But uh, then you're going in, you're giving opportunities to some guys that hadn't pitched real well, you know, and uh, a couple of them came in and did an okay job. A couple of them came in and continued a pattern of walking guys and doing some of that stuff. So the score gets out of hand there, but when you come down and then you're trying to give opportunities, that can happen. So, Yeah, I know that's an area you've been trying to – I mean, find a few more guys in the pen you can you can rely on and bring in. And, and you can see in, in this series you had some really good performances on the mound and, and some, um, you know, hopefully another step to getting getting some more arms that you can call on because, boy, the course of the season, you can never have too much pitching. No, for sure. I mean, that's been one of the processes. We're coming in, you know, we're – bringing in some pitchers that we hadn't seen in the past. We're inheriting some pitchers that have been on the program that we had seen in the past, and it takes a while to get them out there. You know, you you go out and you compete in the fall, but until you turn the scoreboard on, you don't yeah. really know exactly what you're going to get. Um, you know, so as we continue to get out there against Pitt that game, it was like, hey, this is the perfect opportunity um, to get some of these guys in and see how they're going to do against a good lineup because that's what they are. They're a real good lineup. And, uh, man, we saw Flaherty come in, and he did extremely well. That was the second time in a row he's done his job, you know. Nace came in, and it doesn't really show, but I thought he did a lot better than he had in the past, you know. And you're just trying to pick up, okay, so who can we use in some of these conference series as we get deeper in, you know, and, and have a clue of what we're going to get when we put them on the mound. So. You, you mentioned Pitt's lineup. That that There's not a lot of easy outs up and down the lineup for them. They had some, some big boys <laughs> batting. Yeah, they're disciplined, you know. Fernelli does a great job. They're disciplined at the plate to know what they're trying to do. Um, man, they didn't pop out a lot. They no. get, get in a situation they need a hit line drive. That's exactly what they did, you know. If, if the ball went in the air, it usually went over the fence. So, um, again, a great lineup to get out there and test some of your pitchers on us. You're trying to continue to figure out what you can do on the mound to try to give ourselves a chance to be more successful. So Now the series moved to a doubleheader, at least that was the intent going into Friday because of the weather. It turned out to be a pretty good move. Yesterday would not have been a lot of fun, and uh, you were able to get two, although you had a little bit of a delay because of rain on Friday, uh, but came out in game two. You end up losing that game 9-5, to five, but, uh, again, uh, they tack on some runs late. That was a back-and-forth game. I mean, they'd score. You'd come back and answer. I mean, it was a fun ball game until the very end. You had to like your team's fight and the way they came back after it after a, a disappointing blowout in game one. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. Um, again, I mean, game one goes back to you're trying some guys out mm-hmm. there that, that have had struggled on the mound a little bit just because you got down. Uh, game two definitely competed better. We made a pitch call in there that, you know, maybe maybe not the best pitch call you know, uh, with Jenner there, he executes the pitch. The guy hits it out oppo. Um, that kind of separated the point that that's all they needed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the guys are competing. They're moving in the right direction. They're resilient. You know, building definitely is a process and takes time. And uh, what we're asking them is show up and uh, compete every day and, and, and get after it. And let's continue to grow and get better every day and see where we can end up at. So. That Scott hit that home run. That'd be nice. I mean, it tied the game and won in the bottom of the first inning. You've been playing from behind the entire game in game one. Uh, just psychologically, and we saw that in the second game. You got a, you got a, or the third game of the series, got a lead. Getting the lead like that or, you know, answering uh, psychologically has got to lend a lot when you had a game where you're playing from behind all day. Yeah, I mean, Ed Scott's been phenomenal this year. Uh kid's high character does everything right works hard has an approach wants to compete at the plate knows what he wants to see the program do on his way out and uh 
you know, he gave us a great at-bat there. And, uh, yeah, he put us back where we were back in the game, which is huge. So. I want to ask you about uh, starter Zach Berg. He ends up giving up six on 11 hits through 98 pitches, but thought he really competed and battled out there for you. He did. You know, at times if he catches too much plate, he's going to get a hit a little bit. But his role, he knows it well. He's going to go out there, mix it up. He's going to compete. And, uh, you know, that's all we're asking him to do. I don't think he walked many guys at all in that outing. Maybe one if that's if, mm-hmm. if one. But, one walk, uh, five strikeouts. You know, that keeps the compounding effect of what 11 hits could have done. Um but, no, I mean, I can't ask any more than what he did right there, you know, so. And Andrew Hansen came in, gives up a couple of runs. It seems <laughs> seems like he's a bad luck. I mean, every every team has that one guy where either team doesn't make a play behind him or whatever the case. It seems like if something's going to go wrong, it's going to go up, and he's on the mound, and he's had some tough luck this year. Maybe guys not making a play it would have limited an inning and get him out and keep pitch count down and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing with Hanson all year is we're at Regis, and he goes out there on pitch number 11. He would have had a double play ball. We botched the double play ball on pitch 28. He ended up giving up, I think, a grand slam, and it's like, guys, like that pitch shouldn't have been thrown. You know, the compounding effect of a missed double play goes a lot deeper than just, you know, not just multiple (laughs) runs, but also the fact of now a guy that could have went three or four innings for you has thrown, you know, two innings of pitches or pitch number or quantity and in, in, in one inning, and you're going, we're absolutely like we're fighting ourselves right here. We're, we just played clean defense behind him because it was right off the bat early when he came in. We botched the ball, and it's like, here we go, you know. Like, he continued to compete and stuff. He will be good in the future in this program, I have no doubt. But, you know, we got to play clean behind him. So. No doubt about that. Well, the Tigers uh, – lose both games on friday really fun game on saturday we'll talk about that we're here in just a little bit uh, we're also going to talk to isaiah Ural. we're here on the next segment and then we'll preview the week ahead tigers with a big one tomorrow down in wichita taking on the newman jets and then back at home against another conference contender missouri southern who's off to a great start and we'll talk about that those games when we continue tiger talk live from big smoke barbecue and Hayes. it's brought to you in part by bti your john D Dear dealer, locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt, BTI, our family in partnership with your family online at btiequip.com. We'll chat with one of the newcomers on the team, Isaiah Yaron. We'll do that next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. March specials at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Orange Antifreeze and Coolant, $14.99. Wash and Wax products, including Purple Power Cleaner Degreaser, $4.49. Sellers Toolbox Shop Towels, $2.29 per roll, along with Seafoam products starting at $8.49. Take advantage of these specials and many more at Gibbs Auto Supply, 13th Street in Hayes. 
There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in Western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. There's a high fly ball, pretty well struck to left, and it is out of here. Home run, Mikey Felton. His second of the year. RBI number 16 for Felton on his third career home run, and the Tigers have taken back the lead 3-2. to two. Some of the action from this weekend. I should have. I think we have your home run coming up out of the next break. I should have flipped up those around. Uh, but uh, welcome back to Tiger Talk live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Ace Corner of Eighth and Main. Certainly glad to have you with us here on the program. We're joined by Isaiah Ural, a sophomore center fielder for the Tigers from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Played for Coach. Wickard at Trinidad State in his first year with Fort A State. We appreciate you taking some time out of your day to, to join us on the program. Welcome. How's it going? Good to have you here. Um, we had Ed Scott on last week. It was an interesting perspective from him because he's been a part of the program for a while, and, he, and as Coach kind of mentioned, trying to lay a foundation to get Tiger baseball back to where, where it's been in the past. You're one of the newcomers. You're coming from junior college where you had great success a year ago. Um, how, how's the time been and just uh, your thoughts on the program and where you're at right now in your first year at Fort Hayes State? Uh, yeah, I'm loving it here so far. Um, you know, coming with Wick from Trinidad. <laughs> um, you know, we're just trying to come in here and uh, build a new culture. You know, what I'm used to is uh, as far as um, junior college, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. Um, so, yeah, just understanding that, uh, you know, that this is for um, a better cause and um, just trying to, yeah. Do, well, <laughs> and, and, and – um... I mean, you, you've you've made your mark already, starting center fielder, and uh, we'll have your your home run. You've had some big hits already for this team, and and and, and as coach has said, just get the feeling you guys are close. I mean, you, you're competing and you're in games again. I mean, Pittsburgh State's going to be in the hunt for the conference title, and and for two of those three games, you're right there toe to toe with them. Uh, you got to feel you're close, and if you can clean up a few little things, you got a chance to to make a run here in the second half of the season. Yeah, I think uh, definitely right now. We're at the point in the season where we're, we could panic right now, you know, just uh, just trying to get as far as into the um, conference tournament. The yeah. Conference tournament. Um, so just taking it each game, game by game, you know, uh, focusing on the present and, uh, you know, uh, don't worry about the, out, the outcome, you know. Just go out there and so, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned coming from junior college. I'm curious the difference in, in, in the junior college game and now at uh, the Division Two level, the MIAA, obviously a high level of baseball. Is the game played differently? What's the biggest difference? And what was maybe the biggest adjustment you had to make coming from Trinidad State to Fort Hay State? Um, 
definitely the pitch sequences I see. Mm -hmm. um, a lot more curveballs, breaking balls, uh, everything off speed for me. Um, that's as far as I can think of. That's and how do you feel you've adjusted? I mean, I would say you've adjusted pretty well. You've been hitting it pretty well this season. Yeah. Um, I definitely um, get into, like, if it's 2-0. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sitting fastball. If it's 3-1, I'm sitting fastball. Just understanding certain counts now. Um, that's and, as far as I'm And, and it's interesting. you got a player that come from junior college to a new program. Kind of unique for you and, and for Elliot Herman as well. Your junior college coach is your 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 coach now. That that's kind of rare, but to to come with him, I'm sure that had to make that transition and all of that a little bit easier, knowing what he expects. And 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 even though you're a newcomer to the program, you're probably one of the guys they lean on to help with the culture because you've been a part of this before. Yeah, um, you know, I definitely trust Wick as far as uh, you know offensively. Um, coming from Trinidad last year, we hit really well last mm -hmm. year. So I understand the system, and I know what we can do if we uh, execute it this year. So, and, and you're seeing that. I mean, the Tigers' upper half of the conference, and for a while we're leading the conference in hitting, so I think that that's an element that, that has improved uh, dramatically. Maybe give us a little bit of your background. You're from Albuquerque. Um, just, you know, you, when did you fall in love with baseball? And, uh, you know, and when did, they, when did you realize, I might be pretty good at this game? Yeah, um, coming out of high school, uh, I signed Division One to UNM. And, uh, you know, COVID hit and everything. That uh, was awful. <laughs> I ended up going to junior college, went to Western Texas. Uh, coaches ended up getting fired there. Uh, I knew Wick for a while. I knew my buddies that, you know, played there. Um, and I ended up going to Trinidad State. And here I am. I've had a little bit of a... <laughs> a windy, yeah, a, a not a story not a, not unlike a lot of people, yeah. especially in baseball. It seems like there's been a lot of twists and turns, and you had a really good season last year at Trinidad State. That had to be fun. I mean, you guys won a lot of games and and uh, made that push to the national tournament. That had to be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Um, yeah, last year, I think we were 48 and yeah. 17 around there, somewhere around there. So uh, yeah. Um, Coach Wick helped me a lot um, as far as understanding my swing. Mm -hmm. Probably uh, I've learned a lot from him, probably the most <laughs> out of any coach. Um, but, yeah, coming here and and uh, staying with the same approach as last year. So. And what's a lot? I mean, there, there was a you know a lot of new players brought in this year, but there's some holdouts from, from years past. Uh, it feels like this team – bonded pretty quickly and got got along and kind of got on the same page starting in the fall and the early morning weights and all of that and, yeah. and really gelled as a team. You, you kind of see it that way as well? Yeah. We, we put a lot in as far in the, is, uh, in the fall, you know, getting up at 4 in the morning <laughs> and, uh, you know, having practice later on in the day. So uh, we're definitely gelling as a team right now. Um, our chemistry is uh, only going up uphill from here, so. Got to ask you a big game tomorrow at Newman. They got you here. I know you guys didn't feel you played very well. You got Missouri Southern, but then the, you got you got a stretch in the schedule of, of some winnable games. Um, yeah. I, I would feel that you, this team's on the cusp. You could just get on a little bit of a roll here for a couple of weeks. Got a chance to make a big push to get into the conference tournament. Yeah, just uh, sticking to what we did, you know, uh, in the beginning, and um, sticking with our offense and making plays that we can make. Um, as far as um, you know, just turning double plays, uh, laying down bunts. <laughs> yeah, the um, little things. Yeah, the little things add up to the big things. So I think we'll be fine just taking it game by day, uh, game guy. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine game, game by, by game. <laughs> um, and, yeah, 
get on a roll here. All right, sounds good. Isaiah, so good to have you on the program. Appreciate it. It's been fun watching you play. Uh, and uh, best of luck tomorrow the rest of the season, and hopefully you guys can make that push to the conference tournament. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bear it. That is Isaiah Ural, Albuquerque, New Mexico sophomore, member of the Fort A. State Tigers, and our guest today on Tiger Talk. We'll take our final break. We'll come back and get a preview look at the week ahead. Big week for the Tigers with Coach Justin Wickert next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Whether you are expanding your farm or just starting out, let your local BTI John Deere dealer help you with your quality equipment. See our selection of tractors, planters, and hay equipment. John Deere gives you a brand of reliability and performance. Whether it's brand new or pre-owned, count on flexible financing from John Deere Financial to assist you in your John Deere equipment purchases. Contact your local BTI John Deere sales team today in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Our family in partnership with your family. Our next tech experts know what it takes to manage your business because we've done it ourselves and we're still doing it today. We're your IT department when you don't have in-house staff. We're your affordable cloud phone solution. We're your physical security for assets that matter most. And we're still so much more. It's time to talk business at next-tech.com today. Warmer weather is coming. Is your furnace filter ready? A clogged or dirty air filter restricts airflow, making your air conditioner work harder and costing you around 10% more. Top-rated filters cost around $20 and last about three months. So change your furnace filter soon. Your wallet will thank you. And your home will be cleaner and more efficient. A money-saving tip for Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. There's a fly ball hit pretty well to right. Coffee going back. He's at the wall. It's gone. A home run for Isaiah Ural. The Tigers' second home run of the day. And they've retaken the lead 6-5. to five. Now some of the action from Saturday. Tigers come up short to Pitt State. It was a one-run game going to the ninth, but they end up losing to the Gorillas. And uh, that home run from Isaiah gave them the lead back. Nice to visit with him. Appreciate you bringing players and let us get to, to know them a little bit better. Obviously, you coached him last year in junior college. He's been a mainstay out in center field and, and in the lineup for you. And uh, one of those guys who uh, already made the, a pretty big impact in just their first year at Fort A. State. Yeah, he's he's special, you know. Him and Herm both. It's uh, if you can go through JUCO where we don't have as many restrictions as we do, you know, NCAA level. Um, we got after it, you know, and uh, they went through the grind with us there. We're fortunate to bring them both along with us, and uh, they kind of know what we want and and how we need to go about it. They've seen success of whenever we do the things right, and. Uh, you know, they came in here. They've been impact players for us this year, so lucky to have them both. Yeah, imagine that, 
you know, when you're you're a new coach trying to change culture, it helps to have a couple of those guys who've been through it with you just to, to help with the team and, and, and help bring the team along. And even though they're new to the, to the program, kind of in a way team leaders is because they've been with you and they know what to expect and can help bring some of these other guys along. Yeah, they set the expectation, you know, how they not only go about their practice habits and effort and preparation, but also how they go about business in the classroom or, you know, off the field, you know, the kids do everything right there. And uh, and they really kind of set the the example for, for guys coming in as we're trying to kind of change this thing, kind of turn it around to where we want to get it. So, no, it's been huge. Well, Tigers on the road tomorrow. They'll be in Wichita, take on the Newman Jets and uh, – uh, still a lot of baseball left, but this is a big one tomorrow. I mean, you, you probably felt you let one get away when you played them here. Didn't didn't play particularly well in that uh, in that game. I was coming off the two nice wins at UCO, and it's probably a little bit disappointing. But uh, you'll play game two of this three game midweek series, and and uh, boy, it'd be nice to get one on the road against these guys because you know they're going to be a team you're battling with right now. They're kind of on the right there with one of those spots in the conference tournament, and uh, if you're going to get in, you're probably going to maybe take those series yeah we're we're playing uh, again in that part of the stretch of the season where we're going to be competing against a lot of teams that are actually competing for the same spots to have a chance to get into the postseason so um anytime you can go out there you need to try to win the series because if it goes to head-to-head competition you know the the team of two wins is is the team that's going to advance and um you know we understand it's a big series it kind of doesn't change anything as far as what we're going to do you know it's uh can we can we figure out how to put it all together and, and play clean baseball and go out and produce? So that's that's what we're trying to do. That sounds good. That will be tomorrow, and then you're at home, Missouri Southern. Uh, not a lot of time left, but obviously a good team. They're near the top of the conference, a lot like Pittsburgh State in a way, and it seems like they've always had just some phenomenal arms really the last five, six years. Yeah, I mean, you give yourself a shot if you come out and you, and you play clean and you go out and compete, you know. Um, we need to have good outings on the mound. We need to have a good approach at the plate. We need to play good defense. Um, that's, that's all we can ask of the guys. And if we do that, we got a shot. So sounds like that's a game plan every time out. You do those three things, you got a chance to win in baseball. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, coach. As always, we appreciate it. Safe travels. Good luck down in Wichita tomorrow, and then at home this weekend against those Lions. I appreciate it. There you go. That is Justin Wickard, head coach of the Tigers. Again, Fort A State at Newman tomorrow. Then they'll be at home on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with Missouri Southern. One o'clock, one o'clock, and one o'clock for all three days. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BT and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. We'll see you next week.